to Unlicensed Entertainment. Uh, I am your host, Carl Entner. This is episode 41. So thank you for listening to that many of you listened to all of them. And welcome today to my lovely wife, Natasha. Hi. Love stopping by every time I'm in town. <laughs> every time you're in town? Yeah. Well, then you should be on more episodes. I, I have a busy schedule, so I'm out of town a lot. You are? Okay. I haven't, I haven't yeah. noticed. And as your husband, that's bad that I haven't that noticed really bad. that you're Joke's out of town. Joke's on you at the end, though. So we've actually been pretty busy since we've last done an episode together. Uh, Have think, we? Well, we've been to San Francisco. I mean, inflation, yeah. Inflation's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we went to San Francisco. We saw mm-hmm. the Harry Potter mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. I thought, uh, what do you think of that? I liked it. I liked it. Dude, I told you I was in it the minute they started like flying around with like classical wizardly music in the background and they just like had all their capes on the right. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh like throwing their capes over everything i was like i'm down i'm already down but also it could have been the three frosés i had okay i will I'm say still down. i'm gonna explain what you were talking about a little bit more so for scene transitions in between the actual dialogue and stuff like that people would come out in full hogwarts garb yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would just do this weird swishing dance with their capes and it looked really cool it was a very fun way to transition between the scenes it's not a musical so there wasn't really much dancing in it except for those strange uh, in between scene things that they did, it was it was an amazing show. Sir, I explained that perfectly. Fine. Okay, perfectly. Um, but yeah, it was dope. I, the only bummer is like one J.K. Rowling as yeah, person. I was gonna I was gonna throw that in there if you didn't. It's you feel a little bit guilty going to a J.K. Rowling thing because she is hurting so many trans kids uh, yeah. with her with her her viewpoints, and I don't like supporting that. Uh, if I had seen this play, maybe. Five years ago. Was it out five years ago? I think so. Okay. It's been it's been out for a while. It was in England for the first like majority, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I had seen this play then, I probably would have bought some merchandise. Yeah. Uh, because there was some cool looking stuff, and I, yeah. I was a huge Harry Potter fan. I my I got the books like the day they came out. Uh-huh. I was super into the, into them, and I have all the movies, and it's a huge fandom for me. But I and I had a bunch of shirts. A bunch of shirts, and once she came out as to be a horrible human being, uh, I just couldn't support her anymore by wearing her stuff because I felt like I was being transphobic when I was when I was going out there. I didn't I didn't want to be that yeah. way, so I stopped wearing her stuff. But there was some cool merchandise, and I couldn't get it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie about merch still. Yeah. I did, I did. I'm sorry. I, I think she's a horrible human being, but like I had to buy a shirt. But side note, my favorite Harry Potter story ever. Okay. okay. Some dude wrote on Reddit, like, um, that him and a bunch of, like, other millennials or age were in, like, basic training for boot camp or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. I forgot what branch of the military, but they were there. And they, like, could not get through to the, like, millennials, which is probably, like, why World War III is not going to end well for, like, anybody. But, Mm -hmm. um, they couldn't, like, they couldn't beat down the millennials enough, apparently. They were just like, whatever, whatever you make us do, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever, we don't care. Then they found out that these parents were sending the last book of Harry Potter to them. Okay. But they can only get it, um, like, ten pages at a time. So the, the parents were literally taking the books and ripping them ten pages or twenty, whatever it was at yeah. the time, and sending to them. And the drill sergeants found out, got the book themselves, read it, and then went to basic one day and was like, this is how it ends. Ooh, that, that's horrible. And, and they, th- like, apparently that's what broke them. <laughs> I thought I thought they were gonna like just block the mail from getting. No, them, but, they yeah. just went in like I guess they were all halfway through the book or whatever, and they're all talking about it, and they mm-hmm. have a secret like military book club or whatever, and then the drill sergeant's like, "Yo, this is his eyes. This is how it ends. Get some push-ups done." That being said, 
That would be a fun way to go through a book, cause, uh, cause you know, we don't have like, uh, like water cooler television anymore. Do you know what that means? No. So like, why are you using big words? It's not, water cooler television is not a big word. It's the phrase. Uh, it's basically back in the day for Netflix and stuff like that. And I guess to a certain extent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we have stuff like Euphoria and Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. That I have a text thread about Euphoria. So what water cooler television is is like television show everybody watches. And then the next day at work, they gather around the water cooler and talk about the big show. So that's kind of your Harry Potter thing is that's basically what they did with a book. Mm-hmm. And that might be fun to do that, to like have it go like in steps like that. I guess that's what people do in book club. No, people read the whole book in book clubs. Do they really though? We need, we need a lazier book. Well, in TV, it seems like they don't because every time someone's in a book club and TV, they're always doing shady shit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to join a book club with me? Are we going to do some shady shit? Yeah. Because I guys know, like, uh, I'm watching uh, Yellow, Yellow Jackets, and she's doing crimes. Uh, if you watch uh, uh, a show with Christina Hendricks and Retta, we watched. Um, good Girls? Good Girls. They're mm-hmm. in a book club, and yeah, they're yeah, yeah. selling drugs or something. I can't remember anymore. I have a bad memory. Oh, they're laundry money. Selling dr- laundry money. Laundry money, doing drugs, whatever. It's the same thing to me. I'm a, I'm a uh, boring white guy. Everything's a crime. Um, so yeah, anyways, the Harry Potter play was really good. It's basically a sequel to the, to the, the another book in the, in the series, but stars the children rather than, mm-hmm. the, than the, than Harry Potter. Harry Potter's a minor character in his own play. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Uh, definitely I think it's probably better to see it than to read it. Yeah. I think a lot of people read it and didn't like it that much, but so much of the atmosphere and special effects add on to and it. Capes, that and work. capes, bro. And the capes. The capes. I should have worn a Harry Potter sweatshirt or my cape, to be honest, and I dropped the ball on both. I'm yes, so bummed. It's okay. You, we can lie and say you're wearing a full-on outfit. It's radio. I am wearing a full-on outfit. Oh, I meant a Harry Potter outfit. Okay. It's radio. We can lie. But, like, we still hate J.K. Rowling. Yes. Uh, we also, since then, uh, we went to go see uh, Billy Joel in uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Las Vegas. Yes. Billy Joel is one of my favorite uh, performers of all time. So at if least... anybody asks why, this is why we're broke. Yes. Uh, I, I, I figured that it wouldn't be the greatest show in the world because, you know, he's not like, it's not going to be like Alice Cooper where like he's putting on a big old show. He's a guy who's stuck at a piano for the most part. He literally said he wasn't going to have any special effects because he wanted to take a couple of bucks home. Yeah, exactly. But um, that being said, I still think the show could have been better than it was. But I had to see him at least one time before he, you know, before he died. He's an older guy. I don't know how long, much longer he's going to perform. He doesn't need to perform. He makes no. millions a night and barely even. Yeah. He does like Madison Square Garden like twelve nights a year and then just travels a few times. I have I bought a tour shirt shirt and it shows the entire dates of the tour on there. It's a very it's like short six. list. It's more than that, but it's pretty short. Um, it was definitely worth seeing him once. I don't think I'd ever see him again. Are you upset he didn't get mad and throw a piano at people? I would have loved that. One well, of my favorite YouTube videos, look up Billy Joel Freakout. Uh, it was like in the 80s, I think it was. Uh, and he's doing his song and the, the, the venue is lighting the audience basically because I guess the audience had been rowdy that night or something like that. So they wanted to shine lights on them. But it was like killing the vibe of the crowd. So Billy Joel starts getting mad at, mad at the people in the venue is like, stop lying to the audience, and they wouldn't stop doing it. So he freaks out, flips his piano over, and then uh, starts breaking his mic on stage. But while he's doing this, he's still singing, and he's on note, on key, he's doing it perfectly while doing this crazy 
rage mess up. It's awesome. One of my favorite YouTube videos. Uh, yeah, it was worth seeing. It's also like we saw in a very big venue. Yeah. We're Raider Stadium in Allegiant Stadium in uh, in I Vegas. Think it was- Bigger than Honda Stadium it was, in Anaheim, at least. It was huge. Uh, it's not the best venue to see a concert at, and it's not made for that. There was a little bit of an echo uh, with his singing, which he even pointed out at one time, which made it so he was kind of hard to understand. The music kind of got blared together. The um, the the ballads were fantastic, but when he was singing one of his more bombastic numbers, it wasn't that great. Something else I realized about concerts is that I get very annoyed Extremely easily. And you just figured this out. How old are you? 35? I know. You just figured this no, out No, I didn't realize that. But I didn't think I'd get that annoyed with concerts. But and maybe I just don't understand concert etiquette. Okay. But we had people that were clapping offbeat when there's no clapping. And just every once in a while, I just like, stop clapping. It's not a clapping number. You don't need to clap every time you sing a song. Like, I'm on the opposite spectrum of that. Because, like, I've gone to concerts where I'm, like, I am, like, buzzed. I'm just singing every single lyric. See, that's another thing. I hate the singers. So there's a guy behind us who is also offbeat who was singing along with a song. I feel like it's when you're doing that, you're showing up to everyone. Hey, guys, I'm a really big fan. I know all the lyrics because I'm so amazed. Look, listen to me. I'm so good. But I don't want to listen to you, dude. I want to listen to Billy Joel. Well, you should have bought better tickets then. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have the money to get good seats at a Billy Joel. If he's selling out Raider Stadium. He, yeah, he sold out Raider Stadium, and we had nosebleeds, and there was still, like, over 100 I think, like, with, like, fees and stuff, a little over $100 Yeah, Yeah, it's probably the most expensive concert I've gone to yeah. and the worst seats I've ever Dude, had. Dude, but, like, you're not even touching on the people that were in front of us, the old couple that was in front That's of us. That's why I was talking about the clappers. They're the clappers. Oh, bro, okay, this dude, this dude. I'm not going to say any age, but, like, this dude, okay, he got up. The second song gave a standing ovation. And, like, it wasn't even, like, I don't, I don't, like, I only know half of Billy Joel's song. But, like, if it's the second song, it's not that big of a deal. But he got up clapping his... to be fair, he started out with some bangers. The first one was a banger because, like, I was getting spam and I was like, oh, dang, I need to hurry up and go because I know the song, actually. Oh, the first song, yeah. The first song was Moving Out, which is a great song. Okay, anyways, my story... When we move, every time we move, I always play that song. Do you? Yes. How how many times have we moved and I've never noticed? I don't know, but I've played it every time. Every time. Okay. You don't play closing time? You should play closing time next time we move. But we're not closing. That'd be something I could play at work when it's closing we're time close- to get people well, out. You can play closing time when we're buying a house, I guess. Sure, because we're closing the deal? Yeah. Sure, yeah. okay. Okay, anyway, so this dude got up, gave a standing ovation the second song in. And, like, was looking around, like, people, like, what are you doing? I'm like, bro, there was no opener for Billy Joel. It was just Billy Joel for two hours straight. Like, you need to sit down, sir. Yeah. Like, we have another two hours to get through, and I can't, like, I can't deal with this attitude right now. Because he was acting like he was, like, the he was carrying the whole audience on his back. Yes. And then him and his wife, okay, they were cute, cute little date night, same as us, same as us, we're old too, okay. Both of them were Facebooking live the whole show. No one's going to, especially from the nosebleeds, yeah, yeah, no yeah. one's going to watch your Facebook video of Billy Joel. It's going to sound like crap. And look at, like like I said, I only knew half the songs. Like the other half of the songs I didn't know. Like I was looking at their screen. The lady, the wife of this situation had two people watching her thing. And to be honest, I feel like they were probably guilt tripped into that. Oh yeah. And then when her live would go down because it was bad reception, her husband would go on live. Or they would go on live like together. And I'm like, you guys have the same friends probably. Yeah. Why are you, either of you guys going live right now? Also live in the moment. I mean, you're not going to enjoy. She did, she did 
did the whole video live. You're right. You're not gonna enjoy as much if you're if you're on a screen, and you're not gonna enjoy it later. It's just not a thing people no. do. It's the most weird thing that everyone concerts do. I, something else. I'm glad it didn't happen this one, but I just want to go over just concert etiquette because it's the oh, thing that bugs me. Yeah, tell me. Why do people like to stand the entire concert when you pay for a seat? I hate that. I paid for I a seat. Know. When I went to, it depends on the vibes though, because like. Because I feel like we looked down at the, like, the people that bought like the expensive suits on the ground. Like, they were all standing. Well, yeah, because they didn't have the stadium seating, so they couldn't see as well. But when I went to go see Ariana Grande with my friend from school, like, we were standing the majority yeah. of this time. I, I know. A lot of concerts do that. I don't get that. I paid for the seat. I want And you can sit down whenever you want to, sir. But I want to use it. I can't because if I sit down, I can't see anything because everyone's standing up. So buy better tickets. No, the point is, everyone just has to sit down. What if we don't want to sit down? Why are you paying for a seat if you're not going to use it? Because it's stupid. Then you just come with seats. Just sit in your seat. Everyone can enjoy it. Short people, tall people, everyone can enjoy it and be comfortable. Later this month, we're going to go see Dua Lipa Lipa, and everybody's going to be standing. I know. That's a problem. People need to sit down. I love Dua Lipa. That's his girl, by the way. That's his girl. She's not my favorite artist, but I do like her a lot. He loves her. Her second album. Her sec- first album's okay. Her second album's fantastic. But I want to sit down and watch Dua Lipa. Do you? Yes. Okay. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I know. Because people are rude and won't sit the fuck down. Anyways. So Billy Joel was okay. Yeah, Billy Joel was okay. And then uh, today, we today. went to go see uh, Wicked at uh, mm-hmm. Costa Mesa. What do you think about that? I've always wanted to see it. I liked it. I liked it. I thought... Um, there were some good songs. It's not the best theater to see it, and the sound was again a problem. I'm very nitpicky on sound issues, but uh, you know they, they gave it their all. But he, but I, I always respect even if I don't like a play, which I it is, this play wasn't for me. I always respect the people that it takes a lot of effort to put. Even if it's a play you don't like, there was so much effort that went into that yeah. that to like attack people, which people next to us were doing. Mm-hmm. Audibly in the audience, we're complaining about this is the worst theater I've ever been to. We're not in LA, dude. We're not in New York. It's not going to be that quality. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just got to be respectful of how much effort is going into that production. No matter if you like it or not, you can go, you can nitpick the show, and maybe you can say things weren't up to snuff to to, to like uh, maybe the vocals weren't perfect or anything like that. But don't completely just shit on them when you're in, when you're in their house. Yeah. In my opinion, that that's horrible etiquette. Because it's a lot of effort, and you don't know how hard it is if you're not out there. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna, I don't know how hard it is. I've never been in a play. I mean, I've been in, in uh, college level plays and like like local theater plays, and that is nowhere near the level it is where we're at, where we're at with crazy set changes and special feel... effects and stuff like that. And it's hard to do the stuff I've done. I can't imagine how hard it is to do that. I feel stuff. like being a theater kid is fun until like you just wake up one day and you're like, I don't want to go in today. And you realize, like, I'm not getting paid, so I'm definitely not going in today. Well, those people are getting paid. But, like, you didn't get paid in school, No, right? I didn't. Yeah. But I, that was never a problem for me. Oh, okay. I mean, if I... Like, if, I struggle wanting to go to work, and I'm definitely getting paid to go do that. But the difference... Okay, the difference between, like, the people that are into acting, it's something that they love doing. They yeah. get a high off of it. Oh, okay. So, same thing with, like, when I used to do improv comedy. I didn't get paid... For, I got money stolen from me but I never actually got really paid that much the opposite to do it. of being paid yeah I got the opposite of being paid as told I was supposed to get paid had money stolen and from you me. should still be thankful yeah I should be thankful anyways uh, 
but I enjoy it. It's a high I get off. Yeah, I miss it when I I'm not doing like it. I want something like that, though. Like, I, I don't think I've ever been that excited about well, something. I mean, that's, I get, even with this small podcast, when I do a show that I think is good, and I know only, like, ten people are listening. What up, ten people? I get excited. When I have a really good show, I'm jazzed about it. For yeah. days. Yeah. I get really excited about it. Same wait, thing wait, with- wait. Real quick. Do you... Sorry. I didn't mean to, like, cut off your little high right there. Do you get more excited about my episodes or about guest episodes? Uh... I'd say more often yours, but every yeah. once in a while, I have some, there's some guest episodes that have been really no. good that I'm excited about. Don't, don't say that ever. Again. Uh, but, you know, I, and I miss doing live theater. I haven't mm-hmm. done live theater, uh, since the pandemic, and I haven't done acting, because I don't think improv is the same as acting. You can't, you can do, like, if you're doing, like, uh, there are shows that are full on improv, like Curb yeah. Your Enthusiasm and stuff like that, but I never did that kind of stuff. I haven't done full on acting in almost a decade. And I missed the hell out of that. Yeah. It was my, that was one of my favorite things. I'm I didn't get hobby. paid for it. It's so much effort, but it pays off so well. So, yeah. It, I don't think they mind doing that. It is hard, like, days. If you're having, like, a, if there's drama going on in your life, you have to drop that when you go on stage. But other than that, it's, it's amazing. It's one of the best things ever. That's why people go for it. People, most people don't think. Now, there's, like, the mentality since, like, reality stars came out. That they just want to be famous for the sake of being famous. But I think most people that are into acting are not thinking about, ooh, I'm going to be the next Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks or, or Jennifer Lopez or anything like that. They just think, I want to do this because it's fun. I mean, I don't know. I used to think being famous for the sake of being famous would be fun. But then I'm like, no. I'd like the money. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't even like when people at work know my name. I'm like, oh, no, I just work. Like, don't, don't call me by my name because then I have to respond. Well, I don't like when people at, at my work know my name who I don't know their name because that confuses the hell out of me. Oh, that's a good one, though. That's a good one because you're like, should I respond? Like, obviously respond re- with respect regardless, but you're like, are you my boss? Are you my boss's oh, boss? Or are you like, well, who, no, who people, are you, sir? I can sometimes know who they are like by like their job, but I've, there's people I've never interacted with just because I never crossed paths. Not because I was really avoiding them, just... My job never had to do with their job, but I see them around the workplace. Mm-hmm. I know their position. And like the other day, I was, I was, walking, I was walking to my locker, and a guy came up and was like, Hey, Carl, you have a good weekend. I was like, I never talked to you before. I didn't even know what your voice sounded like, and you know my name. That's weird. I didn't say that. I said, Hey, you have a good weekend too. You should be like, my Yo, brain. Good week. Have a good weekend. Let's know my podcast. Yeah, exactly. I always feel weird. I'm proud of this podcast. I think I do a good job with this thing. I always feel weird when I bring it up to people because I sometimes try to recruit people from work. I've had two, <laughs> I've had two uh, two coworkers come yeah, on the yeah, show, yeah. and I tried to get another guy last week. He did not want to do it, but uh, I was going whenever I go like, "Hey, you want to do my podcast?" Feels weird. Yeah, uh, I obviously don't do that to people because I don't no. recruit people. But I found out people listen to the podcast because there's conversations that we've had on this. And, like, my coworkers think I have undiagnosed ADHD, which, I mean, to be honest, maybe. But, um, like, they say, like, I bring up a lot of random stuff and I can have, like, three conversations with them at once, mm-hmm. which is true. But, like, one time, the only time I ever figured out my co- a coworker was listening to this podcast was because we had recorded right before I went to, like, or the day before. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned something, like, super specific and then I was like, oh, hey. I went to work and I was like, hey, did you ever hear about this story? And she's like, yeah, we just talked about it. And I was like, we didn't talk about this. And I was like, the only other time I brought it up was on this podcast. She's like, yeah, I listen. That's cool. Thank you, coworker that listens to the podcast. If you still do. Like, probably I, not anymore. Now, now i got to be careful. They probably listened to like one episode and dropped off. Maybe, 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 yeah. maybe. But like, wait, this can't get to management. No. 
Anyways. Dude, I've um, had management listen to my... Not this podcast, the previous podcast. Uh, unlicensed film reviewers. Which I, was shit, because I wasn't on it. So, like, you just... You were on it every once in a while. Every once in a while? I've wanted to do the... I wanted to do this show with you full time, but you're not that into it. So I only have you on every, every other episode. Nobody's gonna listen to me full time. You don't even listen to me full time. I I think I do plenty of listening to you. Full I think time. I'm, I think I'm a pretty good listener. Yeah, but full time. Yeah, I, I have no problem listening to you. I like conversing. I feel with like you. if we do this every time, though, like it's gonna have to turn into like some type of like marriage relationship podcast, and like I don't, I don't think so. I, yeah. Because <laughs> I. I come up with the topics of this of the show. Yeah, but if I'm doing this full time, what if I want to come up with topics? If you wanna, if you wanna do a relationship podcast, you no. want to start your own thing. No, no. Cool. Well, then it's not gonna turn into a relationship podcast. But I can't be your sidekick on your podcast. Well, then you you could bring in news stories and, and new segments that you want to do. But as pertains, anytime to you bring up something on your podcast, you're like, we don't do gossip here. No, I don't do gossip. I don't. I don't. I don't think gossip is. Is responsible journalism, in my opinion. I feel like it's wrong. Is to it get all journalism stuff. that starts at gossip or rumor? No. Yeah. No, because there's a difference between gossip and news. Yeah, yeah, but like it all starts out as a rumor, and you're like, "Yo, I heard this," and some journalist is like, "Yo, let me look this out," and it turns out to be a huge thing. But gossip is inconsequential stuff about personal lives. I don't need to know about Kim Kardashian's personal life. Right. It's not my like, business. Finding out priest smallest little boys is about their personal lives though, right? That's that, journalism. No, that's journal that's not gossip though. That is news that people need to know that hey, there's corruption yeah, but that's, in this trusted institute. It started out as a rumor that people went with and but, it was about their personal but, lives. But the that's the difference between gossip and per- there's a very big difference in gossip mm. and news. That is news that trusted institution is not is not to be trusted. Kim Kardashian is sleeping with Pete Davidson is not something I need to know about. It's not, it's that, okay, that by itself is fine, but like there's a whole science behind that though. What do you mean? Like that, this is a PR relationship. Yeah, they, if they want to talk about it, that's cool. Nobody's going to come out and be like, yo, this relationship we've been pushing for the past couple of months is a total PR relationship. Also, because I'm scared of my ex-husband. I don't know, I... I, I don't know anything about it. I'm not going to say it's a PR relationship or not. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to judge these kind of stories. It could be a real thing. could not be. It's not my business. But, like, you knew they were dating. Yes, I knew that because it's hard to ignore it because I follow these entertainment sites that give me that stuff that I usually don't put on the show. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that's all. Okay. Um, a science fan. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, Wicked was cool. I liked it. I didn't get any merch because the line was too long. Long and then we're like, we'll get it afterwards, and then nobody was there. I think probably because we saw a matinee show, they have to start getting ready for the later show. But, like, why would they take the whole booth away? I don't know, to get people out of there? Maybe. I don't know. Also, like, we saw the, like, bus that they come pick up the actors in. I'm assuming this is the bus they pick up the actors in. It could also be just a bus that a bunch of old people chartered to go to this thing. Maybe, but they had snacks and waters. Yeah. I got no snacks or waters. I took you to the store afterwards. Yeah. I can't buy anything at Walmart, though, because they stole my money. Okay. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. All right. Let's get into uh, the segment we do where I talk about things I've observed in entertainment recently. Is this something you do every week? Yes. Since, oh, okay. since 2021. Can you... What, oh, since I, the beginning of 2021. Bro, I always forget what year it is now. It 2022. Matter. Okay. 
Um, you should think of a better name for this I, segment. I've literally talked about that on several shows as well. Okay, I don't okay. have a, I don't have a good name for it yet. You have two weeks. <laughs> two it weeks. Out. Uh, we'll see. All right. So the first one, I was watching a, a TV and a commercial came on for American Idol. Wait, we don't have commercials. We do on Hulu. Oh, we're poor on Hulu. Or Paramount Plus. We're poor on Paramount Plus too. Yeah. I forgot we even had that to be honest. Yeah. So we have two things that have commercials. Okay. On. And a commercial for American Idol came up. And it was like, Ryan Seacrest was going, what would I do if I had not gotten this job as American Idol, if, in American Idol, if I was not a host? And then it shows his, like, version of what his life would be like if he wasn't an American Idol host. And he's hosting a bar mitzvah. My point is, that's not a job. He has no concept of what real life is if his version of, I didn't make it as a celebrity, oh, I'm yeah, going to yeah, host yeah. bar mitzvahs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like being MC for bar mitzvahs. Yeah, that's not a thing. Think of a real job, Ryan, because you have no idea what it's like to that be a real person. That dude has not, he has not had to think about anything for the past, I, I don't know when American Idol premiered, I think like 2000, 2001. I, so at least, yeah. at least 20 years. Yeah. Damn, oh, we're so old, bro. Yeah, he, um, he, But like, he's done like, he's done American Idol and then he did a whole, like he's, He's behind the Kardashians. Yeah, he's produced so many shows. And on top of that, he has, like, his, like, 102.7 show or whatever. Yeah, his radio show, which I think is, like, broadcast across the nation. Yeah. And then he, he had a, a talk talk show that was, like, on after TMZ for mm-hmm. a little while. He gets so much done when he's just serviceable. He has no, nothing special about no, him. No, he just got lucky. Because, yeah. like, even American Idol, apparently, the other dude that was the host quit because he said American Idol was too mean. Yeah, I can see that. Dinkleberg or Dinklebat. Ryan, Ryan something, yeah. S- something Dinkle. They were both Ryans. Dinkleman. Dinkleman. Something like that. I don't Some, know. Anyways, he quit. And he said because American Idol is too mean. So apparently Ryan Seacrest is enough mean to stay on the show and get paid millions now. Well, I mean, come on. He's behind... He's behind sick, disgusting reality shows in my opinion. He definitely is not like as clean cut as he pretends to be. No. I don't think so. I don't think it was right that for a long time everyone made the easy joke of, he's gay, let's make gay jokes about That's him. That's not cool. That's not cool. That being said, I still don't like him. It wasn't cool then, it wasn't cool no. now. But also, I was bummed out that when you told me that one time Ryan Rose wasn't real. Yeah, I found that out from K-Rock. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan Seacrest does this segment called Ryan Roses. It's like once a week, and then he recaps it on Sundays. Where, uh, what, they send, do you know this better than I do? Because yeah, I can't remember yeah, that. Of course. I know everything better than you Okay. Do. Okay, anyways. So, Ryan gets his coworker Patty, um, at a certain time, she was on pregnancy leave, so they got somebody else in the studio to do it, but she calls somebody up cold, okay, anyways, wait, let me backtrack, let me, sh- don't laugh at me, okay. let me backtrack, okay, I gotta tell the whole story. Okay. Some person, either, uh, it's usually a female, calls in and was like, hey, I think so-and-so's cheating on me, or sometimes it's been a little, like, off-putting, and they're like, oh, I think so-and-so's cheating on my best girlfriend, or I think so-and-so's cheating on my mom. Um, I want to call them and offer them a free bouquet service and see who they send it to. And then if they actually send it to the person in question or if they send it to some random person and then like, boom, they're on the radio. Let's question them right now. Okay, dope. Yes, I'm here for this drama because you know what? It doesn't involve me and I'm down for it. As long as the drama doesn't involve me or involve my personal life, yes, let it be as messy as possible, right? So then anyways, I would listen to it all the time because I would work Saturday nights and I'd come home Sundays with the recaps on. I'm like, yeah, what up? I forgot what day of the week it actually comes on. But anyways, so you would get on the thing and then uh, Patty would be like, oh, blah, 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 I'm new in the business. I'm promoting my services. I'm calling to offer you one free, free bouquet of blah, 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 if you want. Uh, I just need a name and number and an address to send it to. And like, I don't know what, okay, I don't know how long Ryan Seacrest has been on the 
freaking AR for, but it's been about 20 years. Yeah. Why has nobody figured this out? This is a thing, and people still apparently fall, quote unquote, fall for it. But but they're not falling for it. That's what I said, quote oh, okay. unquote. Jesus. Anyways, so then uh, there, m- most of the time, like 98% of the time, the men are like, hey, I want to send it to this person. And it ends up not being the person they're like, supposedly in a relationship with and then all of a sudden Ryan Seacrest jumps on he's like hey there's Ryan Seacrest on 102.7 this is blank and then they have to like blur out their last name or whatever and their phone number and then and then they're like hey why are you cheating on this person or like why aren't you sending them flowers and then on the rare occasion that they do send it to the right person there's like hey I have the the person the person who's trying to catch them or whatever is always on the line being quiet mm-hmm. Or muted by the studio. I don't know. So they're like, oh, I have blah, blah, blah on the phone. Um, uh, they want to talk to you about you cheating on blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, oh, this didn't happen. This didn't happen. And it's always like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. And they hang up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Like, it was fun for, like, the 20-minute drive home. But then Carl said it was fake so, and ruined the whole illusion. So I listened to, still listen to uh, the majority of the team now. Uh, I used to listen to Kevin and Bean when they were on the air. And they passionately did not like Ryan Seacrest. Uh, Kevin and me was a local LA radio team. They were not syndicated nationwide like Ryan Seacrest was. Anyways, they would talk about this segment and say it is illegal to do this segment. Even, but the the thing is, like, they would go online and say, like, it's, or go on air and be like, it's not illegal because, like, I would be like, hey, Carl, I'm going to call Natasha blank her last name and this is her phone number. Do I have your permission? No, Ryan, see, here's the thing. Kevin Bean talked about this and then said... They were stopped. They used to do stuff like this back in the day. Mm-hmm. They were stopped because it became illegal. The laws changed. They were no uh, longer allowed to do this. So they said I the way they're doing this was illegal. So they can't do that. And it turns out it's a service. Lot, not only Ryan Seacrest, lots of other radio stations use this whole setup of actors and stuff like that. For it's a business. Yeah, I think like one hundred five point nine does like a second date update. Yeah. It's, it's all fake. It's all to get get listeners. And, and I remember watching something. Somebody was like, yeah, it's because California is a double witness state. Yeah. Versus like New York or other states where it's a single witness. So they can they can film people on the street for whatever they want to do. But in California, you have to have your witness, the other per- person a witness to be able to be filmed or recorded. It, do you remember the show Crank Anchors and Comedy Central? Yeah. So they used to have to drive out to Vegas to do the prank calls because they can't, couldn't do them in California where everyone was actually from. I feel like Crank Geekers, like, I don't know. I would watch that sober and not high. Like, I don't, like, get high, obviously. But, like, it just never made any sense to me. What do you mean? Like, I get the whole premise, but, like, it was just never funny. I like certain people, but I don't think it would age well. Oh, I probably wouldn't age well. But I feel like if you were stoned or, like, super drunk, it would be way funnier. Uh, that'd be, I, I, I watched it all the time when I was younger, and I've never been stoned, and I've been drunk. Maybe you just have a bad sense of humor then. Maybe I just have a more sophisticated humor than you. Oh, yeah. you think Crank Angers is top tier? <laughs> Super sophisticated. Okay. They have okay. the guy wearing the helmet. They're making fun of special needs. That's so sophisticated. Oh my gosh, you just outed yourself on this podcast. I'm taking Dude, over now. everybody laughed at that back in the day. It's fucked up and did not age well. Yeah. A lot of things, dude. We've talked about this. A lot of things do not age well. Speaking of things that don't age well, it brings me perfectly into my next topic. Tell me. So I've been watching Malcolm in the Middle, rewatching oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, recently. Yeah. And one of the characters, who's supposed to be like this this loser guy, but you're supposed to kind of feel sorry for him. Uh, his name's Craig on the show. He works with the mom, Lois. And he has a huge crush on her. But there's moments where he's like, he, she's like, oh, how do you know to give me this watch for my birthday? He's like, 
oh, I saw you looking at us. We don't carry this over in this store because they work together in the grocery store. It's like, yo, yeah, I saw it somewhere else. He's been stalking her. He's been following her around. We're supposed to feel sorry. A mom of four kids. Yeah. We're supposed to feel sorry for this guy. Maybe find him a little bit funny, but ultimately harmless. No. And it's like, that did not age well. Because he, he's stalking her. He's a problem. She kind of realizes it, too. And she doesn't say anything about it until, like, maybe like years down the line. But it should have been a thing. You stop dead in his tracks unless you're afraid of the person, which his character is not afraid of that stalker dude. So it's it's... It's fucked up that the hey casual stalking. That's not that's the that's but like nobody would situation. believe her though. Like that character, nobody would believe her because there's a whole episode where like she's like trying to turn into a parking lot and somebody does an illegal U-turn and there was like on the street and there was like four other um like businesses nearby that were video recording and only one of them yeah. got it and the whole time she's like no this dude did illegal U-turn this dude and everybody was like stop stop you're just crazy like stop trying to be right oh no and in the end they gaslight her yeah when they dude right. yeah. yeah so people just gaslight her the whole way oh yeah yeah but still I feel like she would have stood up for herself against this guy it's the only thing that doesn't make sense with her, her character because that's creepy as hell yeah. she should have stood up to herself way early and going like hey that's not cool we are co-workers. We do not stalk each other. You bring do anything else like this, I'm going to get you fired. Because that's There's up. a lot of people that we were supposed to feel bad for growing up that were like, mm, this is why older older millennials or Gen Xers have an issue with things. Yeah, we, we've had to learn to correct our behavior because what we grew up with as normal or funny turns out was a lot of it was I, wrong. That was a lot of our generation, though. I yeah. think a lot of our generation versus the other generation, like, no. And look, even I... Uh, resisted it at first because I was like like I used to say uh, the R word all the time and mm-hmm. be like and when people told me that was wrong it's like oh that's just PC culture get over it and then eventually it was like no this feels wrong yeah uh, and same thing with like I used to use gay as like oh it's a funny it's thing. like a slur yeah but it doesn't mean anything I am not homophobic sure I'm gonna make fun of people and say they're gay mm-hmm. but I don't think that's homophobic and then turns out that's very homophobic yeah and so we've learned, we had to adjust over time. The generations coming up after us doesn't have to learn that. Generation that came before us, a lot of them were too entrenched in their heels and would not. And they're just doubling down and they tell us just like lighten up. Even people I think are sometimes very, uh, very accepting will sometimes still have problems with like pronouns and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They just won't move in that direction, which is unfortunate. But, uh, you know. I'm hoping as generations go, as long as the earth doesn't fucking end. Uh, it's gonna end. Uh, or, I mean, World War Three. It might even happen before the world ends. Well, I've, I've, I've had this theory uh, recently that the reason why the right does not care about global warming is because they knew they were going to cause a nu- nuclear annihilation before global warming did anything. So who cares? They're living their best lives knowing like... Not gonna have to worry about this. The we'll world's be dead gonna end in anywhere. ten years, anyway. So we don't we don't care about the global. We're gonna have fun because the bomb's gonna blow everything up anyway. That's my. Theory. That's why they can go. That's why they can go to theaters and like not wear a mask and and complain about having to yeah. wear a mask or checking wash out a, their hands. Checking out a few years early. It's not that big of a deal yeah. when the world is gonna end. They're just soon. coasting right now. This is a retirement. Oh yeah, them. yeah. All right, my next one. It's something that I realized when we had a we had a bunch of our friends over a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. We were playing Mario Party. And Where I, I told Carl he's too short. I'm just going to put that in there, yeah. You told me I'm too short well, for Mario your friend, Party? No, just in general, because your friend said they were six feet, and you are like, I'm only 5'10". I'm like, why are you only 5'10"? Okay. okay. Yeah. I don't remember this, but okay. By the way, you're, Carl, muttering, you're Carl, muttering a lot, and it doesn't work for podcasts. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm just putting that in there. Carl said a one white claw, so yeah, he was a little drunk. Oh, yeah. One, a little tipsy. By the way, 
I thought I liked White Claws. I have not found another... Besides the time I went to Frank's house... I don't house, know what happened. I, besides the time at Frank's house where I had one, I have not Maybe liked them. Maybe he had Trulies instead of White Claws, but it's essentially the same. I don't know what happened. I, I bought know. a whole pack of White Claws, and I hate White Claws, and I was like, yo, I'm going to buy a whole pack, because at least Carl will drink this. He'll maybe have two, and maybe I can uh, convince him to drink more. No. I didn't like them. No. But what you do like is high <laughs> hydration drinks that I gave you. Hydrate. Oh, yeah, those are good. Yeah. Yeah, I hydrated. Sponsor yeah. us, please. And that, that'd be great to drink with the White Claws if I was drinking because it keeps me hydrated. I don't know. Those ones that DJ and Kelsey had had like some type of, I don't know, it was like some stuff like, uh, it had like some type of nutrition in there, some vitamin C or something. Okay. So it's White Claws with that, so you can just drink that. Anyways, we were playing Mario Party. Oh. I came to a realization about something. So Wario, the character, who's my favorite Mario character, his whole characteristic is that he's super greedy. Everyone judges him because he's super greedy and all about gold. But Mario is just as bad as Wario. His whole game, he's trying to save the love of his life. He stops every chance he gets for a coin. Wario never trying to save anybody. He's just going after money. Mario's saving someone he cares about. Look, I get that coin. I love these coins. Hold on. I'm going to risk my life to grab this and really hard to get life. coin. And Peach's life That's what I'm to saying. get more coins. Yeah. I think Mario's a worse person than Wario. At least Wario's not hiding who he is. Mario's hiding underneath the veneer of being a hero. That's true, that's true. So, again, Mario's a douchebag. I think I've covered that before, but I can't remember. Okay, so I was watching uh, Frozen recently. Great movie. Why didn't you wake me up for this? You might not have been home. I don't know. I'm watching all the Disney movies in order. If you're not home when I'm watching it... That's so rude. I'm not going to be here for it. Anyways, the movie begins with a bunch of these ice haulers. I think uh, Franz ice or Hans... What? Ice haulers. Haulers? Yeah, they, they get the ice... They bring it back into the town. Oh, like you hollers. Sort of. Okay, they, I thought you they meant take... like, like yelling holler. No, no. No, they, they take it and they haul it back oh, into the town. That's a superpower. Elsa made them redundant. Every single one of those guys is out of business when she when she can do what she can do. Because they have an ice maker in town. Do you think she would keep them on just like to make sure they keep their benefits? Well, like they gave... I can't remember his name. Is Hans? Franz? Yeah, Hans? The, 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 the front, No, it's a good guy. Kristoff. Kristoff. Crystal. They gave him a new sled at the end of the movie and act like he's gonna still do that it. That was like his severance. But that is like, that is yeah. <laughs> that is just that's just being so uh just I can't think of the word pandering to him. Like not pandering. You know what I'm trying to say. Like they don't need him to do it, but they're acting like, oh yes, we need your help. You go get us some ice. Condescending, talking down because he he's not necessary anymore. She could literally create create put the whole lake in ice. Well they have chip to have him employed. So that way, when he marries Anna, yeah, he looks like a like a good prospect. Yeah, but I mean, and maybe he's getting helped out. Maybe he's making some money. But the rest of the team, do you think they're all getting work too? Do you think he cares? He has he has okay. Finn and Olaf. He's I'm, like, I don't care about the rest. I'm of the just people. saying, Elsa's not as good as everyone thinks she is. She no. just ended a business. Also, like whoever whoever's gonna complain about Frozen being like, oh, it's true sisters love instead of like true true like between like spouse's love mm -hmm. is like you need to get off your high horse well, like it was a good movie calm down yeah also that's one of the good things about it it's, it's more empowering than other disney movies before i think that was the beginning of the empowering disney trend there are so many people like because we follow different like meme pages because i'm a feminist i don't know about you but, like, i consider myself anyway, a feminist shh, anyways it is i don't like saying it that much because guys that go like i'm a feminist all the time Usually are not. Yeah, same same dude like same as the dudes that say like I'm a nice guy. No, if you have to say you're a nice guy in a relationship, you're not a nice guy. Yeah. Anyways, um, 
a lot of people have like brought up the right Disney movies have gave us unrealistic expectation of men and hair. Mm-hmm. And I can't agree with that more. Like, my hair is so flat. I was told that it was going to be so fluffy as Ariel. Oh, I thought you were complaining I don't have the hair. I thought you were talking about men hair. No, woman's hair. Oh, okay. Because I don't have like, a lot of hair. Like, it's so fluffy and they do nothing in the movies oh, yeah. to, like, do anything about it. And men, like, people are like, yo, you told, Disney told us that if we just hang out in the woods or if we go to sleep for hours on end, that somebody's going to come kiss us awake and it'll be our one true love like we'll forgive like you not giving like us not giving consent if it's the one true love but it's mm-hmm. never happens also like here's how good disney female hair is tangled her hair should be disgusting she's walking along it's on the floor yeah. it's dragging behind her she's wrapping around things whenever she goes to the bathroom there's probably shit getting in there how can you control it all yeah, she has perfect that's hair. That's true, that's true. Because even when I go to the movie theaters and I have to put my head on the back of the seat, I'm like, oh, they didn't wash this, bro. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like I have to wash my hair then. There's so there's no way her hair would be as nice as it is in yeah. real life. Yeah. Well, because it had extra growing powers, bro. It just cleaned itself. What do you mean? I don't... It's antimicrobial. Maybe when every time she sang, it cleaned her hair. But she She sang com- a lot. Well, no, because remember, that's how you ma- activate the magic of the hair as you sing. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. She'd have to be singing more than they showed in the movie for it to be as good yeah, as it was. Yeah, well, we didn't see everything in her right. whole life, sir. Okay, what? Okay, I'm trying to remember what my note was here. So I was watching a Disney Plus commercial it's a, that they had, and basically his dad is watching Star Wars, and he gets all excited when he sees them do the, you know, these are not the droids you're looking for thing, the Jedi mind trick, yeah. right? And the dad gets all excited about this and decides to use that in real life when a cop pulls him over. And the cops just look at him like, are you stupid? You're going to get a gun pulled out on you, bro. Well, my whole point is, this commercial basically makes wants us to believe if the world was like this, if people bought into this stuff as well as they did, it would actually be a problem for action movies to exist. Like, you know, there's always the argument, like, do, vi- do violent movies cause violence? If this scenario was real, if people were really this dumb, you could not have, uh, you know, a John Wick movie or a Matrix movie or something like that. Because people would be shooting people up. I think this movie, this this commercial, is a dystopian universe. You think Star Wars is a dystopian? No, I'm saying if this universe where people believe what they see that they can do, if a guy watches a Star Wars movie and believes that he can do Jedi mind tricks, that's a dystopian okay, universe. A couple things on this. One, okay. I didn't know this was just my toxic behavior. But, like, it's apparently others people's because of the Olympics. People are like, the minute we see something on TV, their toxic behavior is like, I could totally do that. What do you mean? Like, Olympic shit. Oh, but like, oh, oh, okay. Like, their was... toxic behavior of like, oh, I, I would be able to Jedi mind trick somebody. I bet if I was a Jedi, I can do this. So that's a thing that exists in the world besides my head. Okay, but you're talking about real stuff. Like, you're talking about watching Olympics and thinking, like, oh, I could, yeah, yeah, I could yeah. pole vault. Yeah, but, like... So that's going to go into the second thing. We're like, you know, there is an adequate amount of men, like mediocre men who think that like they can do things they see in movies. Like people like, okay, like some people are like, I can do what I see on the Olympics. Some men, mediocre men who have never seen a gym in their life has been like, oh yeah, I can definitely do that action sequence. True. But do they think they have magical powers? And also... I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. But they're not going to say that out loud because they know how crazy it sounds. So... With what you're talking about, do you believe that movie violence is irresponsible and there shouldn't be violence in movies because it's going to cause more violence? Because that's what it sounds like you're saying. That movie violence should not if you're happen? Saying, if you're saying 
that people believe that they can do these things and have magical powers and stuff like that from us. If you that's what you're saying, then should violence not be in movies because people believe no, that they can do these? No, it's your like I've never tried to do ice skating. Well, that's my stuff. that's my whole point is that in the commercial I'm talking about, the guy's actually trying this stuff out. That's the dystopian yeah, universe. He'll, he'll I don't think ticket. people. Are, I don't think people are really like that. Where they believe to that it, extent, to no. that extent, that's what I'm talking about. To to actually carry it out in real life, no. Yeah. But in their heads, they're probably thinking like, well, yeah. "Oh, I could have done this and gone and it." Oh yeah, I mean, I, I do stuff like that all the time. Or, I mean, then I guess it's not the same thing. I always look at people acting like I could do that. I could do that role. I could do that better. Just than that acting person. like you don't do like you don't look at other things. But like I can totally do that. Oh, like uh, sometimes, but not that often. I mean, like watching American Ninja Warrior. I don't oh, think yeah, I can do we all of it. That. But there's like, a part. I can, do I can do it. There are certain parts like I can do that part. I don't I think I can totally do, do all it. of it because my hip and my feet are fucked up. But and also I'm not that in shape anymore. Yeah, I never was in that good of shape. I'm in peak shape right now. Yeah. I can totally do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but there's a part of me that thinks maybe I could do that, but not to the extent I was talking about in this commercial where. Oh wait, wait! I think Since I we're on American Ninja Warrior, first of all, there. Okay, so there's this dude they introduce. We're not super invested. It just happened to be on in Vegas, and like we couldn't hook up Chromecast or whatever. Basically, every single time we go on a vacation and we're in a hotel room, we end up watching American Ninja Warrior. It's somehow always on TV. I don't know how many seasons are on, but this dude, okay, this dude comes on and like he, they were talking about like how he's a stay-at-home dad, so he has time to work out too while his kids are napping or whatever. I'm like, oh, cool, you know what? Like we need more representation of like stay-at-home men, right? Because like that's a thing that needs to happen. And then like commercial break, then they come back from commercial break and they're like, yo, this dude quit his job so he can train for American Ninja Warrior. I'm like, wait, that is not the same story no, you just said 30 seconds. Not. I don't know how long commercials are, but like, that's not what you said a minute and a half ago. And second of all, that's not cool. Like if somebody, like, I don't know how much money you'll get. Like I know Olympics get money based on how many medals, but they also have to pay taxes. Like, I think Simone Biles said one time, like her last time competing, she had to pay like... 27 grand just on taxes to bring her medals back to America. Well, that being said, okay, I'm going to defend the guy a little bit. We don't know what their marriage was like. We don't know if this is something they have discussed for that's years. That's true, that's true, that's true. This could have been like a plan, like, look, I'm going to be the main breadwinner for the, this point in our life, but then, you know, once we get to a comfortable spot, I'm going to start to follow my dream. That, that's not, that is not necessarily toxic. That's true. It just really depends I'm on the I'm going to put it out there right now. You cannot quit your job to go do American Ninja Warrior. Like, I can't, no. No, of course not. Like, I don't I don't want to support myself at this point. Okay. <laughs> I've been in physical therapy and, you know, some, some form of workman's comp for almost a year now. You think I'm going to ditch to go... I don't know, man. ...to go do American Ninja Warrior? I don't know Warrior? what you're doing when I'm not here. It used to be used to go to movies, but you don't go to movies all the time now. No, I don't go as much as I used to. People used to ask. People are like, oh, you work night shift. Like, what do you think your husband does when you're not there? And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. And they're like, that's super weird that you don't know what he's doing. Like, I used to have a coworker that had, um, and I had another coworker who had, like, um, just, like, um, cameras in their house or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like, one was in the living room. Like, and I brought this up to you. Like, would you be mad if I had done this? But, like. Yes. Yes, you'd be mad or yes, I brought it up? Yes, I'd be mad and yes, you brought it up. Oh, okay. Um. So one one coworker would like look in on her house, like in the living room, and watch her husband watch TV, and I'm like, that's super weird. And then two, I had another coworker, and she'll I don't think are she... any of these coworkers the ones that are listening every time. No, 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 no. Another coworker was like, yo, I watch my 
I have a camera in my son's room, but the son is 11. Yeah, that's And I was like, that's up. kind of weird. He's hitting puberty and yeah. has a camera in his room. Yeah, 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 and he's an only child, too. And I was like, yeah. this is kind of weird. Like, it'd be different if, the, like, I understand, like, newborn parents or, like, even toddler parents have, like, things in their room so they can keep an eye on them. Up until they get a sense of self, like, real sense of self, I think it's... it's How long oh, do you think that is? I don't Two, three. Something you like think? that. Yeah. I know, okay, I don't know about two or three because I know a lot of like... Like what I mean by sense of self is like need for privacy. Like, okay. Like a two-year-old doesn't really need the privacy. No. Three-year-old doesn't need the privacy. But once you, once you get a little bit more independent... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need that privacy. I was going to say the only thing is like my co- some coworkers I know have um, like baby monitors. Like say like you were sleeping and I had to go to work, but I wanted to check to make sure baby was okay. Like I can look on my phone like through the app or whatever through mm-hmm. like the whatever the thing is called the ring the monitor or okay. whatever not monitor what is it called dude the thing the crib thing that goes around and around and around oh uh, uh i keep on that's keep carousel but it's not yeah it's yeah, yeah. Like that. but like they have cameras on that and that okay. way they can look on babies that's fine baby you you watch baby you but even like three years old they do it sometimes and i'm like that's not that big of a deal no but like 11 year old that's kind of weird that's kind of weird it's, again once you especially like, it's already bad enough, I think, earlier than that, but when you're hitting them in puberty, mm-hmm. that's when they want to be left alone, and that's when you're probably going to catch them jerking it, and I don't think you Dude, want to catch a kid jerking it. I don't know how we got it. in on this, but okay. That's, I'm just saying. You don't do that. That's, that's messed up. I don't know either how we got on there. But anyways, that's that segment that I don't have a name for yet, so yay. That's another segment you don't have a name no, for yet? No, that was the same segment. Oh, okay. We just finished it. That was the whole thing. Okay, what's the next segment? Do you have a name for that one? It's entertainment news. Oh. That one's easy. Wait, what was the first thing? My thoughts on entertainment that I... <laughs> okay, <laughs> your thoughts on entertainment news and then entertainment no, news. No, not entertainment news. Entertainment I've taken in the past few weeks. I... <laughs> okay. It's a good segment with no name. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. 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 I mean, we've already know it doesn't have a good name. That being said, we put 40 minutes, 50 minutes into it, it with good conversation. I think it's a good segment. So, anyways, let's do entertainment yeah, news. Yeah, entertainment news, everybody. Which I don't have much of. Wait, really. Oh, why did you say that out loud? Because <laughs> we don't. I didn't get that much this week. Uh, because he was too busy doing other things, like no, Billy Joel and Wicked. You guys, next time he has to stay home and do his homework. Well, no, it's just I, when I only find articles that are interesting to me. If I don't find an interesting article, I don't save it. So, if it's not interesting to you, you don't think other people will find it interesting? That's I super try to make it, I, I try to gauge what's in, what would be interesting to other people or not. How do from the ten viewers? Do they like email you? No, nobody emails me. No one messages me. I just know. So people how do you me. know? Maybe you can get more if you put in more news. Well, hey, if you want, what do you guys want it more on the show? Let me know on Unlicensed Pod on Twitter. Okay. What if they don't Twitter? Well, Unlicensed Entertainment on Facebook, but it's easier to contact me on Twitter. Oh. Okay. Anyways, what's entertainment news? So here's one I thought was kind of cool. So there has been a rise in people learning... I thought you, I thought you were going to say riot. I was like, yes. No. There's been a rise in people learning uh, sign language. Oh, yes. I've heard about this. Uh, because there's been a rise in representation in movies. Yeah, yeah, dope. The movie Coda came out. Uh, and then uh, the big one, they said that brought up a 250% increase in people learning it after uh, after it came out was the movie uh, Eternals, mm-hmm. which had the deaf superhero. Uh-huh. 250% rise in people learning sign language. I think that is And then Hawkeye, awesome. Hawkeye. Hawkeye had it too, okay, yeah. Okay, we're going to throw it in another. Lots of different things. Although Hawkeye wasn't completely deaf. No, but... Um, what was her oh, name? Oh, Echo, that's right. There yeah. you go. I think it's ASL, actually, is the correct American Sign Language? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like hopefully this, this stops it from being cut. I remember... 
this being like a language class that you could take in in school um in college but it wasn't something that was like super um it was one of the classes that people thought like you can sign up and get an easy A in it, and mm-hmm. it obviously wasn't because you actually had to learn it yeah um and communicate like i remember i would go around campus and around the like um communications building they would have a bunch of students who weren't deaf but they were trying to learn um, American Sign Language so they would be talking to each other and having conversations mm-hmm. completely silent but I understand like how people would think it would be an easy yay and then drop it soon afterwards mm-hmm. so they would cut the classes yeah. they would cut the amount of classes offered so I think if they bring this back that'd be great to a lot of people yeah I think the more we learn about other people cultures language anything like that that's different than us the better more accepting the world will be and, and the, the least more amount, easy it is for them to get around yeah and the least amount like and i feel like the more education you have the least amount of appropriating you would have because they would understand how sacred or um closed cultures they are yes um and you can you can give justice to that culture and you can learn about it and you can pay homage to it but like and but you would be aware of like what they consider sacred or important or value and not appropriate it as yes. much Okay, this also brings me to another topic. Tell me, is this part of the entertainment news? It's a little bit, it's it's tangentially. Uh, I should have probably put it in the last segment, but this goes okay. in with, with the ASL stuff. So I recently watched Coda, which mm-hmm. is about a lady, uh, the daughter of a family where she's the only person in the family that does, is, is not deaf. And I wonder if there's like a gene. Like, you know how you can test for Downs if somebody would have Downs? It might be because they pass it. Because um, in, the, in the movie, they pass on to the son. Okay. So it does. It does seem genetic. Both the parents are deaf. They have a deaf son. Right, but I don't know if you can test for it. Before. Oh, I don't. I don't know that. Because like you can test for. Is it technically dwarfism? From at least okay. Yes, you can. Uh, from from the what they showed in the movie because yeah. they have a conversation about yeah. this is that they tested it on the newborn to find out if she was deaf or not. Oh, so it has to be born. Yes. Okay. These can they can test by blood or like amniotic sac or something like that. So, uh, anyways, I loved this movie and it brought me to a subject that I've been hearing a lot of people talk about so Spider-Man Far From Home was probably the biggest movie that came out last year and a lot of people are really mad because it's not nominated for best picture oh. because they want you know this the super popular movie to get in there and I, I really enjoyed it but I don't think it's Oscar Oscar that's the thing I think there's a difference between an enjoyable movie and a movie that's that's an Oscar movie I had a fun time at Spider-Man. It was not a perfect movie. No. I watched Coda, and it moves me. There's there's a level of movie. The only superhero, like I, I'll get into it later. But like, I haven't had really had a superhero movie from besides maybe Logan, that I felt yeah. was even close to giving you the feeling of an Oscar. Because he was taking care of the little girl. It, it's just an emotional. That is a. It's a, Logan is mostly a character development mm-hmm. movie. With a lot of heart and feeling in it, the action is in there, but the the soul of the movie is people. Mm-hmm. This movie was about this family dealing with the daughter wants to be a singer in a family where everyone else can't hear her, and what it, the division it causes, and the pressure they put on her as a daughter, the only one could hear. She's basically their interpreter yeah. since she was four years old. Yeah, and it, it nobody's a bad guy in this movie. Yet there is conflict and there is hurt. And then there was beautiful moments that I will admit, I didn't like start sobbing or something like that, but definitely I got some tears in my eyes mm-hmm. from some amazing actors acting where they actually hired deaf actors to play the deaf characters. Mm-hmm. And they're so good. Let's give them more opportunities because yeah. you don't need to speak to be able to be a good actor. The dad in that movie is so 
good. I want him to win all the awards. There, there's a scene in the back of the truck. Okay, she, they saw her concert. I'm gonna give slight spoilers on this, and then but this scene's so good. They saw her in concert, but they can't. You know, she's she's mm-hmm. on stage singing. They can't actually hear her. So he asked her to sing to her, sing to him. And when she does it, he does is he puts his hands around her throat so he could feel her. Aww, the singing. vibration. Yeah, and it, ugh, it's getting me right now. It's a beautiful scene. And you see the tears in his eye and the emotion in his face. He could feel how beautiful her voice is. Mm-hmm. And this really great bonding moment with his daughter to finally kind of experience a thing that she thought she couldn't share with mm-hmm. him. So good. You don't get that in Spider-Man. You have fun. There's three Spider-Men together. That's so cool. I'm not, And I'm not saying it's a worse movie. It's a different kind of movie that doesn't deserve that kind of status. That's all. Plus, that movie made all the money in the world. <laughs> Yeah. Nobody's seen Coda. I don't know anyone else that's seen Coda. It got nominated for Best Picture, so more people are going to see it. Mm-hmm. That's what these movies... That's one of the things that helps these movies. That's why these movies get made. They get made so that they can get in an award season and people will see the movies because it's got nominated. These movies don't get nominated for awards. They don't make money. Yeah, it used to do a whole thing where every year you would watch all of the movies that were nominated, even if you didn't, weren't interested. Yeah, I haven't done that this year. I probably will when movie theaters are like back in full swing and and stuff. I might go do that next year. I took a little break during the COVID years from doing that. Mm-hmm. That's all. But I, I have found movies while doing that yeah. that have moved me, that, that have been amazing. I've seen some clunkers. I don't think every movie that gets nominated for Best Picture fits into that realm. I think West Side Story is not a good movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is brilliantly shot. I will give it that. But uh, Tick, Tick, Boom was a better musical that should have gotten nominated. Uh, In the Heights was a better musical that got nominated. But because it's Spielberg, I think there's sometimes a little bit of like, this person made this movie that gets nominated rather than that. So there are some issues with who gets nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. But overall, for the most part, there's a certain caliber movie that deserves it more than these big budget action movies. Mm-hmm. For the most part. I, that being said, I think Logan should have been nominated. I think The Dark Knight could have, should have been nominated. But I, that that's about it in those kind of movies. Alright, um, got Tell way me. off subject. So this one's weird. I'm not sure how it's going to work and the, every article I've read about this is basically, I don't know how this is going to work. They are making... <laughs> how the rest of the world is going to work. How the rest... All the rest of the world's wondering how this are, how this is gonna work. No, I, I was trying to make a joke. Oh, I didn't, didn't recognize. I didn't understand it. I'm Nobody sorry. knows how the rest of the world is gonna work. We'll cut this part out. Well, you, <laughs> great joke. I cut it out there, so it sounds like you, did, you made a great joke. You know what? I'm about to take this podcast over. If you don't, I'm being supportive. I said I'm gonna edit. But now you, I, I you don't know edit how to it. edit. No, I'm gonna put I don't. That out there. He doesn't know how to edit, guys. I am patronizing you. Yeah. Yes, I know that. <laughs> I've edited Jerk. once, and it's very hard. It just because I there was a joke in the show that like had to get cut out. Other than that, yeah. So you can't do that. You can't reference the joke now. I I didn't say who made the okay. joke, or what it was, or anything like God, that. I made that joke anyway. So what's right. the story? So they are going to make a sequel to a movie that came out like thirteen years ago. I am Legend, bro. With Will Smith in it and Michael B. Jordan. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah. And he dies. Like, do, wait, that's such a spoiler. I know I said I just watched it, but that's such a spoiler because I don't remember that. Well, he dies in the end. Spoiler alert for a 13-year-old movie. So everyone's like, how is he back in this thing? He's a zombie. He's one of those peoples. 
I don't think even that was possible. I don't remember how. I could have sworn he got like incinerated. Why? What happened to them? In the, why were they like that in the first place? I don't remember. <laughs> okay, so this is funny because the the guy who wrote this, who made the movie, because I think the author of the original book's been dead for a while. But the yeah, because they were shopping this for a while. Because I remember well, somebody was like, Tom Cruise is supposed to originally be in it. It's based on a Richard Matheson book. This guy's been around for a long time. Some he wrote a lot of Twilight Zone episodes. Like this guy is older, so. Okay. They, that's why I'm saying the, the author's dead. Okay. They made a movie in the in the 60s with Charlton Heston called The Mega Man, which is also this movie. I don't know any of those things. I'm either. saying, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I so, get what you're saying, yeah. sir. So the the director had to go uh, and make a point about this movie during COVID because people were using it as evidence on why vaccines are bad. Because everyone got a vaccine and then got turned into a zombie. Is that what happened? Yes. Bro, I don't remember this. I remember, like, there was a Matt Damon movie called Pandemic or something, and Contagion. Every, some, whatever. Yeah. Somebody, like, there was another one that had uh, the sister from, um, Dexter on it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was called Pathogen or something. I don't know. Okay, but anyways, whatever. those two movies at the beginning of COVID were trending, and those movies were made, like, three or four years ahead of time, but everybody was like, no, this, like, the whole Mass Singer thing, remember? They were like, oh, like, people are just doing the Mass Singer now because they want us to wear masks. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole conspiracy theory started where, like, they put this in our head ahead of time so we can totally get used to the idea of COVID and having to be inside, and I'm like, that's not a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the got, guy... Who, got a vaccine. The guy who... Yeah, so the guy had to go, like, say, hey, this is just a movie. This is just a plot device for the movie. It is not science. Wait, so why didn't Will Smith get the vaccine then? Because he was a brave anti-vaxxer. I don't know. I don't know. Did he really not get it? Is that what happened? To the best of my knowledge. But I can also get passed on through Biden and stuff like that, so I'm not sure. But it started off oh, with... Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, that doesn't make any sense then, because then why would everybody because of the amount of anti-vaxxers we have yeah. but the whole bite thing I yeah think. so it yeah it's been a long time since i watched it so i'm going based off of very yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. possibly faulty information but definitely was caused by vaccines in the movie can you pause sure and we're back you're not gonna pause for me oh okay so you're gonna act like that didn't happen okay all right so <laughs> this one i know you're not that interested in but i'm gonna bring it up anyway oh my gosh so they're revi- they're doing a revival of Futurama. I know you don't like Wait, that show. Wh- don't you not like? Don't wait you not a like- minute! Wait! A- don't make me sound bad to people. Do you like that show? It's okay. Oh, okay, so you're not that excited about it. But like, I'm not against it either. No. Okay, fine. You're lukewarm on the show. I'm in the middle. Okay. Well, anyways. I brought this up last episode. They're bringing it back, but they've been having a problem. Then why are you bringing it again? Because if I, you already spoke about it last episode, why are you talking about I it? I have again? an update. What's the update? Let's let me get let me do some backstory where people are listening for the first time though. Who's listening to the first time? Every podcast you have to act like it's the person's first time. Wait, you didn't give me these rules beforehand. That's how podcasts work. You have to every episode is someone's first episode. Except for this one because most people I live probably <laughs> the same 10, 10 people. But in theory, in theory, theory, it could be someone's first episode. But you didn't give episode. any back, like, story on us, like, how we met or anything. Well, like, no, you don't have to do that much. You just have to give them enough to know what's going on. Why? What if they want to know the whole 13 years? They can listen to other episodes. Mm. I, that's not the point of the show. So this, this, tell this, me my, future, my favorite show, Futurama. This is an entertainment podcast. We don't is do it? That. Yes. That's why we don't do too much about our, ourselves. Anyways. This so, is entertaining. Last episode, yeah. I talked about how the fact that Everyone was back except for John DiMaggio, who played Bender, the most probably the most popular yeah, character yeah, yeah, yeah. on the show. He was fighting for more pay, believed that they were under underpaying him, and everyone and 
Everyone else agreed to the contract, but he didn't. And he didn't say. And he said in his statement, he's like, "Look, I don't think I'm worth any more than Billy West or Katie Siegel or anyone else. I'm just saying that I know what I'm worth. And I think everyone else is worth more too. Yeah, so yeah, I want to yeah. fight for that. Uh, and so they they were saying they were going to recast Bender. They were not going to pay him enough. The outcry worked though. They apparently have met on good terms, and they're finally agreed he's going to be back for the revival of Futurama." Okay. I, I thought that's exciting. Okay. I mean, this is what teachers and nurses have said for like the past two years. Like, we don't think we're special and we should get paid more than everybody else, but you should bring everybody else up with us. Oh, yeah. I think that that's for the most part everywhere. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's the, true. Uh, it's just that, uh, you, you know, in, in a situation like that where you're so beloved, you have a little bit more leverage. Did you than write into them? No, I didn't write into oh, them. Oh, so you don't care about Futurama then? <laughs> I, to be fair... I don't think they need to bring it back. It had a perfect ending. So but why are you bringing this up if you don't care about the show? I'm going to watch it. I'm just saying it had a perfect ending. You can't watch it if you weren't supporting it from the beginning, sir. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Do you know anything about Twisted Metal? Yes. Okay. The video game. Yeah, okay. Yes, I know things. You act like I don't know things. I just asked. I, I, if you if it was another guest, I'd ask the same thing. No, but like you ask things in regular day life and you're like, oh, I didn't think you would know what that meant or what it was. Are you actually mad about something right now? No, but I'm just saying. like that's... I don't know all your interests, Sly, so I don't want to pretend You that... don't know after 13 years? I don't want to pretend that, like, that yeah, you should... about me as things. Carl didn't realize until the past year how much I like Pokemon. Yeah, well, you never had anything Pokemon. Because we're poor! I have, I've been poor. I have a bunch of superhero shit. You should spend that money on me and okay. superhero stuff. Okay, there we stuff. go. You make a lot more money than me. <laughs> it went all to taxes. Okay. And Anyways, Twisted Metal Black. Yes, I only played one of the games, though. There's a bunch of games, but I oh, only yeah. played the one that was like Drew Barrymore in it. Um, She played Dollface. Really? I didn't know she was in one of the games. Yeah. Oh, fake fan over here. I never said I was the major. Fake fan. I had four of the games. We should get that game. See if it, we can get it for PlayStation. Well, I have the I have the second one. No, I want the Twisted Metal Black that I know. Oh, Okay. So I used to play. Okay. I used to play the ice cream truck all the time. Sweet tooth. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you can talk now. So they have announced that they're going to be making a made-for-TV series mm. of Twisted Metal. It is going is being produced by who? And and starring Anthony Mackie. Okay, I'm down. I'm down. They don't. They haven't said who's going to be playing. The only there's only one. Uh, to be fair, I've only played four games, so maybe it's in another one. There's only one black character that I know of, but then again, he could be playing. Somebody else, too. Yeah, you can bring up a bunch... You can make whatever characters you want. Because the yeah. whole premise is, didn't they just get, like, a whole bunch of people in to go hog wild and kill themselves so they can get money? No, it wasn't money. Uh, basically, the contest was done by this guy who's super powerful. Yeah. His name's Calypso. And if you win this contest of uh, battle royale car fighting, you get to make a wish and he will grant it for you. Just one wish? One wish, but it's, it could be anything. The problem was, the guy is basically does it like an evil genie. So you'll wish for something, and he'll twist your wish. So like one of the more one of the more funny ones was these guys. Uh, they rode around a monster truck. If you win with them, they go like, "We wish we could fly," and then he goes, "Wish granted," and then they jump off a building because he grants their wish on top of a building, and they fall to the desk. And that guy pulls out plane tickets. So stuff like that. He also turns a guy into a clock one time. Weird stuff. Because he always want to know what time it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it could be fun. Um, I'm a little I don't I don't I don't know how it's gonna work. 
It's very weird video game. It works for video to game honest, logic. Even not if it doesn't logic. work out, it's whatever at this point. Because there's a bunch of TV shows that just don't work out. But, like, Anthony Mackie's a good actor. I like Anthony Mackie a lot. Do you lot. know he went to Juilliard? No, I don't know anything you, about him personally. Bro! Okay, let me tell you some stuff. Okay, he's actually from Louisiana, okay? Okay. Okay, also, he went to Juilliard. He got... I don't know if he got a scholarship, but he was talking about, like, how he would probably tell his kids to exhaust all of the career paths before becoming an actor because of how hard it is. Mm-hmm. But also... He was Juilliard roommates with Lee Pace. Oh, well, so two Marvel guys. Yeah, so he said that he would. they would end up going to a bar. I don't know how tall Anthony Mackie is, but, like, Lee Pace is, like, 6'5". So he said Lee Pace would drink way more than they could, like, he can, like, hold. So mm-hmm. he would have to, um, like, throw him over his shoulder, a 6'5", Lee Pace, <laughs> and drag him back to Juilliard. Anthony Mackie doesn't look that tall. He could no. be. He doesn't look that tall. No, though. but also there was a whole, like, I saw a bunch of behind-the-scenes pictures of, um, Winter Shoulder and Falcon or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess his thighs were too thick. So mm-hmm. he wore like spandex neon green shorts underneath to get his pants on and off easily. Really? Yeah. Uh, good for him, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the last one is more of a complaint about journalism rather than uh, than an uh, actual thing about the article itself. So the article is basically uh, Paul Dano who played the Riddler in the new Batman yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made it seem like he's like, I couldn't sleep after playing this role. It was so intense. Mm-hmm. And everyone's talking about like, you know, they made a whole story about like Keith Ledger yeah. was messed up after doing this role. And people talked about this. Heath Ledger was not messed up from doing Batman. He was fine with doing Batman. He had a good time to get off the set. We made this narrative of like, if you play a Batman villain, you get fucked up. If you actually read the article, all he was saying, like, he got so jazzed up after playing Riddler, because it was a very exciting role to play, mm-hmm. he would sometimes have too much adrenaline to sleep at night. But the role wasn't fucking him up. He was just having a good time with the part. But every single article is making this clip weird... Clip-baited it. Yeah, clip-baited it. And really, they're making a whole legend about how Which, you like, have to mess yourself good. up to play this yeah. char- these characters. That's not okay, either. No. Because there's a bunch of people that, like, who would just take that to heart. Also, like, not even just, like in like movie universe or whatever like people would probably be like oh to be better at my job i gotta give 110 well, percent and like they're fetishizing mental illness yeah yes there you go that's what it is and that, that's not cool and mental illness is not a thing that you should be proud like you should be proud of if you're dealing with it and you don't have to be ashamed of it but that's something you should flaunt around like hey i got mental illness yeah. i'm gonna use it against people yeah or stuff like that or to advertise this unless it's like hey i have mental illness and i'm taking care of it you can't clickbait it you can't clickbait it it. yeah Yeah. you can't use it to in a in in an improv in in an unsafe way yeah is what i'm saying there's nothing wrong with you if you have mental illness it's just fucked up the way they're advertising these things i don't like that they do it that way and like so many people like he was like heath ledger was happy yeah was he was with when he was doing the role he died a long time after, like, it was almost a year after he, after he played really? the role that he died. The movie hadn't come out yet, but it was almost a, a year after a he played overdose, it. It was a drug overdose, right? He was filming a whole was, other movie. It was an accidental drug overdose. Uh. It was, he was not suicidal. He was not having those kind of problems. He died and a legend got made about it and about the Joker. Mm. It's messed up. And then I feel like that's one of the reasons why Jared Leto went so bonkers while he was doing Suicide Squad. Because he went so method and had to go live up to the the legend that Heath Ledger did on the set, or which wasn't real, he had to bring that in himself. So he made stories about him selling, bringing like giving Margot Robbie a, a rat on uh-huh. set because that's something Joker would do. I think he got he bought into that legend uh-huh. of playing those roles for sure and ended up making everyone miserable on set. 
Do you know he owns Island? Jared Leto? Yeah. No, I don't know anything it's about It's like him. under his band, 30 Seconds to Mars, and they <sighs> own an island, and they do like commune style like festivals out there mm. and everybody says that like Jared Leto's super creepy in real life like hits on underage girls way too often doesn't surprise me I do not like that guy I think he's a douche to the highest degree alright I don't think he's even that cute either like I don't get the whole mm, he has really nice hair but I don't get the whole height I think uh, being a rock star and not being very weird looking probably gives you a few points maybe cause I mean like Mick Jagger and Keith Richards Look horrible, and they still got plenty of girls. Wait, but one of those has really big lips, right? Uh, I think I don't. I I, I honestly don't know which one's Keith and which one's Mick. <laughs> okay, Are I they like the same band. Yes, they're both oh, okay. they're both Rolling Stones. Uh, I don't know which one's which. Okay. I think Mick is the one with the lips. But I'm not sure. Okay. I, I like Stones, but I'm not obsessed with Stones. Also, like it's kind of attractive if we can share the same pants, because then I can take more of your clothes besides your hoodies. Wait, sorry, what? If we can wear the same pants. Like, like he, like, has a slim figure. Oh, J- Jared Leto? No. Oh, like Keith Richards. Or both Mick. of them. Okay, yeah. Both of them have really slim figures. So, like so that's an attractive thing in a man, if you can wear their pants? Yeah. That way I don't have to lie about, like, oh, I'm cold, I need your hoodies. Oh, I'm cold, I need your jeans. No, we just fit the same pants. Oh, okay. I'm sorry you don't fit the same Yeah, pants. and the more pants you buy, the less I have to buy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, sorry. silly goose. All right, well, that has been entertainment news. <gasps> you uh, didn't tell me we were done. I just did. But, like, you didn't give me any warning. How am I supposed to tell, give you a warning without you saying You can write it? something on a piece of paper or text me. We're sitting well, right here. The show's not over yet. We still I got know, one segment. I know, but, like, how do I know when segments are over? Because I say they're over. Right when they're over. I, like I just said, I needed some type of, like, warning. What, what would you have done with the warning? Made it funnier. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so I'll, I'll raise a finger if, if we're about ready to end it. No, right? because that looks uh, like you're trying to tell me to be quiet, and I can't be quiet. Well, I don't have. Any, I'm not gonna write something down during a, during oh a show. Gosh, you can flag you me. You do or signals. Something. Flag you. Where's yeah, it? we have flags. Over on your side, I don't have any flags on my side. Okay. I have a mirror. Anyways, we're moving on because Carl okay. can't get his sh- together. So <laughs> I don't think it's necessary. Uh, so to, to end this segment, we both saw. Speaking of the, the Riddler. What did we see? The Batman. Or was that your other girlfriend? No, we saw the Batman. Oh, My okay. other girlfriend, she doesn't like superhero movies. Oh, what a twat. <laughs> <laughs> so, we saw this three-hour Batman movie. We did. What it was you, three hours? It for was real? three hours. Okay. Was, I didn't pee once during that movie. Me neither. Really? Yeah. I wanted to sit through it. So, what did you think of the Batman? I still think... Robert Patton's a good actor. I do too. Um, I didn't, like, we talked about this before in another episode that we didn't think he was a good actor. And then you saw something about a lighthouse. I didn't see that. But then I've we seen saw, multiple things with him. Shh, let me get to my point. We saw The Devil All the Time, I think it was? Yeah. Yeah, and that was really good. So we were stoked because I remember at that time he was, like, announced for, like, Batman and he was doing Tenet at the time. Um, Tenet was pretty good. I liked it. I hated Tenet. I think he's good in it. Um... So, I liked him in it. I think uh, his emo hair kind of got annoying after a while. It was a little It bad. was like, why is it always in your hair or always in your eyes? Like, he, mm-hmm. you can obviously push some of it some... Because in other scenes, it's like pushed to the side or yeah. pushed one way or another. Like, it didn't always have to be in the eyes to, like, portray that you were brooding at all. Yeah. Um, uh, some random things I didn't really like uh, that are spoilers about, like, who's connected to who or, like... How they were brought up, or like how they came into the business, Try to or talk whatever. Towards, you're talking. You're literally pulling um, away and pointing towards I'm, the back. I'm not pointing towards the back at all. 
Your your mouth is going towards the back of the you room. You know what? You're not allowed on my podcast next episode. Okay. Um, but some of those, but also like I'm not the biggest like obviously comic book fan. Like I don't read all the comics, so to me it wasn't that big of a deal if they rewrote history. Because to be honest, I don't know how many Batman movies there are, so it doesn't even matter if they had to rewrite history. Um, I think uh, Zoe Kravitz was a good actress in it. I think she was fine. I don't think they gave her much to do. No, I think that they kind of wasted her because I saw the first season of Pretty Big Liars or something. No, that's not pretty. Big Little. Big Little Liars, like, like whatever. That. Yeah, on HBO, and she was really good in that. And mm-hmm. I think that they could have given her more to do because they advertised it like she was going to do a lot. Yeah, and she was pretty one note. Yeah. Yeah, um, so that was kind of a bummer. She still looked good doing it, though. Yeah. She looked good doing it. She's really small. She's really skinny. Um, so those two were okay. Um, Mr. Sneaky Sneaky from... Uh, John Turturro. Is in this. This threw me off every time this dude came on screen, because I was waiting for him to blink. Sneaky Sneaky, whatever his catchphrase is. Uh, she's referencing... Because <laughs> you're not explaining this at all. I... You're making a reference to something that hasn't been referenced on here. Okay. So John Turturro, who was a... Famous actor who does lots of dramatic work. What does he do? He was he's in a lot of Coen Brothers movies, and uh, and other things. He's also been a, like a killer in like a. Aren't Coen movies comedies? No, not all of them. They do full on genre all over the place. Uh, he's also done done horror movies and stuff like that. He has he. Yes. Then why am I only thinking he's Mr. Stinky Stinky That's what from I'm Mr. Saying. Deeds? Yes, he also played the butler in the Adam Sandler remake of Mr. Deeds. And he says sneaky, sneaky. Stuff. Wait, that's a remake? Yeah, the original's better, way better. Is it? Love Are you just the, saying that? It's a nineteen fifties movie starring Gary Cooper, Anyways, made by Fink Capra. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's a depression movie. What? It's about the, the guy in the depression era went get, inherits a bunch of money, and he decides to give his money away to the poor, and they try to have him committed because the the, the people higher up in the company try to have him committed because they think it's crazy to try to help poor people. That's what the original one's about. Wait, what is the Mr. Deeds remake about? He just inherits a bunch of he money. He just inherits right? a bunch of money, has some fun with it. Maybe he gives away a little bit of it, but it's more like he's cool and not stuffy like other business guys. Um. Anyway, so like that's the whole time this dude came on screen, I was like, that's that dude. Also, Colin Farrell was in this. I didn't recognize him at all. He played the penguin. He wore a lot of makeup. Apparently, he wore six different facial pieces. And they had to um, shine a bright, super bright flashlight on him to make sure you can't see any of the seams while on set. He did a great job in this movie. I definitely want to get, like, he dived into that role. That being said, maybe you could just hire a, a fat guy to play the penguin? I don't know. It feels weird to me that we hire beautiful people and then ugly them up. Yeah. Um, I like the movie overall. It was fine. Uh, it was kind of slow sometimes. Um... It wasn't your typical Batman movie? No. Um, I was fine with that. It, this movie is, uh, and some people were happy about this. I was kind of mixed. It's a detective movie. If You you could almost take away the Batman part of it, and it's just a, a dark detective movie. There are a few, there's a few moments where it gets fantastical, but like people back in the day used to say that the Nolan trilogy was like a grounded Batman. It's not. The Nolan movies are over-the-top crazy, there's more grounded than the Burton Schumacher ones. This one is very grounded. It's the first time you watch a Batman movie where it's like, you know what? It is freaking weird that there's a guy yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah. in a Batman. He's, he's and they super, don't let you forget that. They don't let you forget that. But even like, he's not, he doesn't seem cool most of the time. He's awkwardly standing there and kind of just like, 
what is this guy doing? Yeah. It never seems like Batman is like a, a mystical figure or anything like that, or more than a man. He seems like a human. He hurts himself a lot. He does like in other Batman movies, he'll jump off a move of a of a building and be perfectly fine. Here, he messes up the landings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I didn't love. I think Pattinson is a great actor. I didn't love his performance. It was everything was moving in very slow motion. Uh, he had no personality almost whatsoever. And for me, and again, maybe this just might be throwing my projections of what Batman movie should be. I feel like Bruce Wayne is just as important as Batman. And this movie did a very Why? big because that that Bruce Wayne is like the you need to see the opposites of it. You need to see that he's a person sometimes. And also that Bruce Wayne is the mask and Batman is who he really is. Okay. So if you don't have him being Bruce Wayne at all, you don't see, in my opinion, a core part of Batman. Okay. And he's never he's fighting against being Bruce Wayne the entire he almost never acts like Bruce Wayne in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much just always super dark and brooding and his brooding like Batman's supposed to brood it was over the top his inner monologue sometimes seemed like something a high schooler would write and think that's deep and it just seemed cheesy to me uh-huh. uh way too long also everyone just fucking whispers like Batman and Gordon Jeffrey Wright I love Jeffrey Wright played Gordon but they just their scenes are just some whispering to each other you can you can speak a little bit louder it's not uh, people talk Louder than a whisper. That's a style choice I never like. But I will say, Paul Dano had a very interesting new take on the Riddler. I liked it. Made him very creepy. Seemed like he seemed like he was in a horror movie. Yeah. It made you uncomfortable. It was skeevy. I loved it. I was a little worried when I saw the the weird mask when they showed that, but it actually played into the end of the movie very well. I thought because it, mm-hmm. it fit in with the big twist what the bad guy was actually leading up yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that. And if you're on his side, I'm going to ask you, where were you January 6th? <laughs> exactly. Um, it wasn't a perfect movie. It wasn't a bad movie. Do you think Do you think because they had a shutdown production like twice because of COVID, it that, affected it? I felt like something's felt disjointed. Uh-huh. Uh, like some, especially, I felt like the finale was just cobbled together. Mm-hmm. I really did not like the bit... And that's something that really hurt the movie for me was I didn't like the big last action sequence. It seemed awkward and poorly put together. And that's weird to me because I think everyone in it is great. I love the director, the writer, the the actors, everything in it. It should have been an amazing movie. Mm -hmm. I didn't really like it. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but me personally, I didn't like it. Also, I feel like we've also been spoiled by Marvel because Marvel has like Feige, right? Yeah, Kevin Feige. Who, like, oversees all of the movies to make sure, like, all of the plot points are in there for the next, like, ten movies, right? But this is its own thing. Wait. Okay. But, like, you know they're going to do... If this did well, you knew they were going to make not only just more Batmans, but they were going to try... They Weren't they already trying to reboot with Superman? They're... It, that's all confusing. I don't know what's going on with Superman. Because I know, like, Henry Cavill's out. Like, he's no, out. No, he's not. No? That's the thing that's confusing. He's out, he's in, he's out, he's in, he's out, he's in. Oh. Last I heard, he's in. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to... Uh, my theory was, like, if this did well, they're going to try to do the whole Marvel thing. But, like, because they don't have a Kevin Feige to be like, look, we need these ten plot points in every movie. They're still continuing, because they're still... The Justice League movie that came out, they're still continuing on with those Justice Leaguers. Ben Affleck's out, but he might be in the Also, like, Flash okay, movie. I will say the thing that helped this movie was Ben Affleck was nowhere near it. I don't think he was why the the 
Batfleck movies didn't work, I thought the scripts were trash. But, like, he was going to direct this movie. Do you yeah. think he would be a good director? He's a great director. What does he direct? Argo, The Town. Never seen, never seen it. Oh, no, no. These are award-winning movies. He's a great director. Were they award? Okay, who awarded them? The Academy Awards. Whiteman? Okay, I'm just saying. These are well... But was it Whiteman that had awarded them? Uh, I don't know. It's whoever... It's a mixture of people. The Academy Awards are a mixture of people voting on it. I'm going to say Whiteman. Okay, sure. That doesn't take away that he's he is a talented filmmaker. Okay, listen. If I was a white man and other white men... Okay, I'm going to take that back too because like... I was going to say, if I was a white man and other white men applauded me, I'd be like, no, I don't want this applause. But if I was a white man and that happened, I'd probably be like, yes, give me more, because I was a white man. If you were a performer, you're going to want people to applaud you. He's a performer slash director. He's made He's several... a hot-ass mess in his like, personal yes, life. Yes, he though. is. That doesn't, most, most actors are. Does not take the fact away that he is talented. So I think I think he it probably could have been good, but that his movie started being put together while his life was imploding. That's why he's not doing mm. it anymore. I think it, it could. I really do think it could have been great. I, I trust him as have a director. Have you seen all the pictures? Besides, yeah, I've only seen one bad movie that he directed. What? Uh, Season Night or something like that. It was like, it was a gangster movie. It was trash. Do you ever see um, the pictures? Like there was a whole bunch of paparazzi pictures of him just like getting Dunkin' Donuts from like DoorDash to his house. Yeah, why the fuck is, is that? I don't news? know why, but this dude is a whole ass mood where like people are just like he just wants his coffee, and you can tell on his face he just wants his coffee. Yeah, why is that? That shouldn't that shouldn't be. It's just around. relatable, sir. No, it's that. Do you think he wants to get pictured pictures when he's like that? He just wants some you know donuts. What? I'm not that's messed up. I that's don't stu- care about benefit. I think it's messed up when people do that stuff to anybody. When you're, you should be allowed to live your life. Just because you are famous does not mean we owe, we you owe us anything. I didn't say he owed me anything. I just said that but pictures you, were funny. I don't. I don't think it's funny. I think it's messed up that they have those those pictures exist. Okay. That's my that's my point of view. Okay, on those I'm kind of things. upset that only white men voted him into the academy. I'm like, okay. It's not only white men. Okay. It, the academy is diverse as women, men, women. And people of color. Mm-hmm. There's everybody okay. Okay. in there. Okay. That's how it works. Okay. All right. So that's been the show. <laughs> and okay. Wait. What do you rate that movie? Oh, uh, I don't know. Like three out of something. Okay. Sure. Let's do. I'll also. I'll do two point five out of something. Why? Then I'm gonna go to. Mm, I don't want to go to four. I'll go three point five. Well, three. Because three is liking it. Three is. Yeah, three I like it. I like Three it. is it's okay. Two point five is. Like, also, because, like, here's the thing, like, not, I I didn't watch the Twilight movies until the pandemic. Yeah. Like, I didn't watch them at all, and then when, and then I watched them during the pandemic, and I was like, he, everybody in this movie is a bad actor. Yeah. And I was like, he's actually a really good actor. So is Kristen Stewart sometimes. Yeah. Also, okay, Robert Pattinson apparently is super chaotic in interviews. Did you know this? I've heard about it. He, like, he'll just make up a bunch of lies. Yeah, just so, like that. Just so, like, people stop asking questions about, I don't know, like, he just gets on the spot and he says he makes up stuff. Yeah, I know, I've heard that. So I don't take, I don't think, take things he says as a face value. So the fact that that happens, like, I'm here for it. Also, apparently he stole, like, hundreds of socks from the Batman movie. Really? Yeah. I remember I read an interview during the pandemic of Batman where, like, they shut it down and he was like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm just hanging out. Um... All of my food and trainer is paid by the Batman people. All of the apartment stuff is paid by the Batman people. And he's like, and the interview was like, do you know who the Batman people are? And he's like, no, but I keep living here until they tell me I can't live here anymore. And then, um. He's living his best life. Yeah, he's living his best life because he has a supermodel girlfriend. But then, but then he's apparently, and this is a legitimate thing. He thought this interview was going to catapult it. He tried, um, marketing some type of like handheld pasta dish. 
<laughs> where like he does the um he does an interview but instead of doing it in person he does it through um like FaceTime or whatever because they can't be in person. Mm-hmm. So he does this whole thing where he gets all of these ingredients, but then he gets the wrong ingredients because he's so chaotic in his personal life. Mm. He gets all the wrong ingredients and it's like literally a pasta where it's like pasta, milk, and like Kellogg's. And he puts it in a toaster oven. And he really thought, he was like, in the interview, he's like, no, um, I'm trying to, like, get this put out into mass market. And, like, it's going to be, a like, a freezer item where you freeze it. And it's going to be, like, a total Hot Pocket pasta thing. Mm-hmm. And the interviewer was like, whatever, bro. Like, if you don't want to answer any questions about Batman, just say that. And then the interviewer later goes and, like, double checks it because Robert Pattinson gives him, like, names of, like, industry people he's trying to do it. Like, food industry people. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, he's totally called us about this. Like, it's a legitimate thing. Like, he wasn't even trying to deflect because he thought he was going to spoil the movie. He was literally trying to be like, yo, I'm trying to make this Hot Pocket pasta thing yeah i think he's very entertaining i would not want to spend time with him he sounds a little bit much but good on him leading his best life yeah it didn't go anywhere though apparently nobody but the no it doesn't sound like it yeah he he sounds a little there was another another part of the interview where he was like he was saying that like he wasn't doing like big films for a while like he was doing like the lighthouse or whatever the movie was Mm -hmm. like the indie movies and then he like one day asked his like agent he was like how come nobody like wants me in like their movies anymore or whatever he was like nobody thought you wanted to be in these movies because you're just so chaotic and you run away from interviews yeah and also like the the movies he did i think he was just i think it was a smart move on him to go to indie for a while i think joseph gordon did the same thing yeah where uh if you're considered like just a heartthrob. Yeah. You go to these indie movies who are dying for just something to boost them up a little yeah. bit more. You show that you can act, which he did several. He did Lost City of Z, which I didn't recognize him in for half the movie because he's so deep into his character. He, he was so the, handsome? No, he, he uglied himself up in that one. He, he was what? A, he uglied himself really? up. Really? Yeah. Uh, he, I never saw this, but like he talks about it a lot with like. It's a great movie. And then Tom Holland apparently like name checks this movie a lot in interviews too. Tom Holland's good in it too. Tom Holland and um, whoever played Jackson and Sons of Anarchy. I can't remember his name. Charlie something. Charlie Hunnam. There you go. Yeah, great movie. Everyone should check it out. Lighthouse he's amazing in. The one movie we talked about earlier. He's a great actor. He's proven himself. And now he can go back into mainstream and people actually respect him. Yeah. So yeah, good on him. All right. So thank you, Tasha, for doing this podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is <laughs> <laughs> so low-key ending. Probably didn't even get on the microphone with that. All right. Can we go make dinner now? I'm hungry. Yeah, you it's can 930. go. You Wait, can... why do I have to make dinner? I did your podcast. Because <laughs> I got... Oh. Let's just end this. Okay, end it. <laughs> I was just saying you can go if you okay, want to go because I'm done. End your podcast, sir. All right. Thank you all for listening to this thing. Please rate and subscribe on iTunes. And I have... send me money because I'm poor. Just tell them your Venmo. At Toshbun. Okay. And uh, if you like this show, please rate and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, it helps us out. We have two. We have two reviews, so yay, we're going moving on up from zero. Are one of those, you? No. Oh. My my name when I review things is JB Red. If you, it's not on there, so it's all it's all good. It's all in the up and up. All right. So uh, so remember when it comes. Seriously. Sorry, I had to get the last out of it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. When it comes to entertainment, when you want, you screwed me up. You let me. I know, no, you gotta be ready for this. Is show business, baby. When you want your entertainment news two weeks late, listen to Unlicensed Entertainment. Mm-hmm.